Gray Fox. Praise games. Hello and welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, a video games podcast where a bunch of friends jump on a podcast every fortnight to talk about what they love, what they hate in that sweet, sweet world of video games. You are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever good podcast services are found. But you know what I found? I found a man called Michael Carden Edwards. Our souls, man. Woo! Mr. Carden Edwards, how are you, sir? Hola. I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I saw a tweet the other day that you've been doing dual lingo because you're a dual lingo man. How's it been going? Is that angry bird coming after you still? <laughs> well, no, I made that tweet because like I- I'm on a streak of, oh, I'll get it up right now. Hello. Hey, hey. Exactly. Easy. Exactly. Um, I am on a streak of 265 days and, um, the, there was an update to this app. Like basically I've got a, a widget on my home screen so the 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 more, the more closer you get to the end of the day, the more angry the bird gets. Yeah, and then when I you see. then do the thing, it says a happy bird again. And typically you'll get this. I don't know if you can see that, but you know, pretty uh, yes, yes, pretty it's angry, happy unhappy, right? Because I haven't done my thing today. And what I've noticed yeah. is that over the last week or so, like because you see the same selection of angry bird images, right, and the same selection of really happy ones. They seem to have updated them a little bit now. So every now and again, you'll get essentially just some absolute doom bird who is going to bring you hellfire and brimstone if you don't do your damned lesson for the day. And it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, but Duolingo is very good. Slight, slight longer story than I had anticipated. That wasn't interesting or funny. So, so yeah. <laughs> it was I don't think I've done anything for 265 days in a streak, including get dressed. That's amazing, man. Congratulations. Um, the other other voices you are hearing in the background, I'm going to go to our producer, the man in the chair. The man, it's the end of September. So we go, Mosey Moes, now we're in September. Hey, Moes. Yeah, 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 that song's pretty good. Moes, how you doing, sir? That's good. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I'd say... Thank you for the intro. Thank you. And uh, finally, let's round it off our platinum man. Uh, how many platinums have you got since the last pod, Hemming? Uh, none. What? None. Sadly. I know. That would be a, a very angry strip. bird. <laughs> that bird would be pissed. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Right, gentlemen, we are. Let's get into it. So uh, we're slightly delayed in recording because I, I was traveling through the week and I for a spanner in the work. So I'm recording on a Sunday night, hopefully with a fast edit to get out for Monday morning. But tell me, what have you been watching, playing, reading of your cultured like that? I'm going to go to Hemming. Mm, okay, let's go for it. Um, I have been mostly playing two things really this week, uh, the past couple of weeks. And one of them is something that I picked up in 2018, left for some bizarre reason, and I've only just picked back up again. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Did you play the so, previous three? Well, this is the thing. I played the first game, the original, which was a PS3 exclusive back in 2008. And then after that, they released two PSP sequels, one of them only in Japan. Um, and then the series just kind of went dead for about six or seven years. And then 2018 pops back at Valkyria Chronicles 4 on the PS4. And I bloody love this game. And I don't know why I dropped it. 
Uh, Mark Hurst raised his hand like Beyonce in Destiny's Child. <laughs> Question. I played the one for the PS3 in 2008, if that's it. There you go. <laughs> hey. hey. Lovely. That. That's my what contribution to this. Oh, no, thank you. Um, so it? it's basically I'm, I'm, it's basically XCOM, but a bit more simplistic, if that's the best way to put it. You control a little army. You have to defeat the opposing army or collect their, uh, capture their bases. But instead of just walking towards somebody, aiming at an enemy, and it gives you a percentage chance to hit, you actually control them third-person shooter style, walk mm. up, act, physically aim your weapons, and can pop off headshots if you... If you'd like, there is still a chance that the enemy will dodge, but you don't know what that percentage chance is, which can make it frustrating, but also quite satisfying when you do pop them in the head and just straight away kill them. Um, it's a really nice cell-shaded anime-looking style, uh, and me. it's told through um, the journal of somebody who's fighting in this war. So each time you complete a chapter, it unfolds the next page of a book, and it's almost like filling up a scrapbook with images, and each image is a, an episode and a battle that you need to complete. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I really like it, and I've, I've made my way through the story. I've finally finished it off, uh, beat the Imperials, and saved a small girl from having to live her life as a battery. Um, spoilers. Uh, but yeah, having a, had a lovely time with that. Still grinding out the platinum. Got a couple more things left, but we are getting there, slowly but surely. You saved the Duracell bunny, and you said there was two. What was the other one? The other one is, we talked about it a bit last week, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. I've been addicted to that thing on, on my mobile. phone. Yeah. After Moles gave us the too long, don't read, do not download too big, you've gone I in d- and... No, download not too big. To download it. just keeps downloading. And it's another <laughs> download. And then their fourth download, I gave up the downloads. There was, there was a 15 megabyte one today, Moles, in case you haven't downloaded it yet. Just, Where's just the so Windows? Know. <laughs> the thing is i never thought that one of these games would would get me because it's it's basically just an auto battler you go in you choose your team you equip them with whatever and then just press automatic fight and they just fight until the thing's dead or you're dead but it turns out if you stick a final fantasy skin on it and give me some music that tickles the old nostalgia glands i'll happily just have that on in the background all day <laughs> I, I don't know why i thought of this and, and mikey this might bring back some beloved memories for you sir there was an old football manager sim called Ultimate Soccer Manager 98. Oh, and yes. it used to just play the same loop of music. Right. And that's basically what you described there, <laughs> but without the Final Fantasy part, which was just, I used to always just do instant match as well. So it would just be like, boom, instant match, boom, instant match, boom, instant match, boom, <laughs> sacked. Oh, okay, next one. That was is fun. There, is there a catchy jingle in this Final Fantasy VII mobile, not Ultimate Soccer well, Manager 98 it's, game? It's just the, it's the main Final Fantasy music, the Final Fantasy VII theme, and then the Final Fantasy VII battle themes. Have you got the voice actors? No, it's not got... Uh, it's not got acting, problematic Barrett. I'm afraid, no. But it does have some story in it, and that's what keeps grabbing me, is every now and then they'll release a little bit of additional story, and I'm like, oh, I get to replay this again, or... Ah, uh, yeah. It's got it. me. It's got me. It's got you by the They're talking hooks. about Ultimate Soccer Manager. How many times did you try to offer a bung oh, to get are, the mate, opposing team? <laughs> why was this featured, like, sunset? Like, why is this not exactly. in every football manager game? It never worked. Did you ever get it to no, work? No, no. You get worked. like a, a newspaper headline: Flint offers bung. <laughs> it's like, oh. The stadium they developing need... tool was amazing, though. I, I love oh, being to... able to to do all that. 
the little um, shop you'd put outside to sell the uh, sell hot the magazines dogs. and the hot dogs. Yeah. Am I getting this confused with theme park now? But you used to be able to control how much ice was in the drinks. I think that's that theme, park. theme park. park. <laughs> and that's the salt on the chips as well. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you used to have to like build tanks and then the Soviets. No, that's Command and Conquer Red Alert 2, Flint. Okay. I only had Easy two games on my up. PC in 1998. <laughs> 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 anyway, Michael Carden was bring us back to some sanity, my friend. What have you been playing, sir? I've been playing a, a, nu- a numerous things. Do you want to hear about my numerous a things? Numerous. Let's hear the numerous. So um, I've been playing uh, EAFC. That that released and myself Talk and about this. myself and, and the good man Thomas Woods, uh, we've gone halves on it using the old game share account Aye. sharing thingy majiggy. Oh, and um, yeah. uh, it's um, yeah, it's got its claws into me. I'm sat there grinding squad battles at two a.m. like a fucking. <laughs> it's just the way you're like it's Neanderthal. got its claws into me. <laughs> yeah, like I just sat there just doing my objectives, getting them done. You know, just, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I've, I am, um, yeah, got a pretty good team on the Ultimate team already, which is quite nice. All of it's untradeable because it's all, they're, they're quite happy with giving you loads of shit for free this year, which is, which is quite nice to be fair. Cause like they're the, um, like, you know, like all of these games, there's obviously a battle pass, but there's no, you don't pay for a battle pass in FIFA, but there is obviously things and the rewards you're getting from it is that they're just throwing players at me. Me and Woods have got pretty good teams. I, I started playing the career mode the other day. It's quite good. Um, yeah, it's, just, man, it's just FIFA, man, but it's like I've not played a FIFA properly on next gen before or this gen before. And it's, I can't complain, man. It's got, it's good. Like, it's, it's very much pick up and play. Have they, because, uh, and I'll come to you in a second, Moles. Thank you for raising your hand. Very delightful. Um, there was a, this is the first one, obviously, as we've reported a long time now, that this is the first one without the overlords getting their bang for their buck. The good fellas, the cartel is not involved. Um, I hypothesise that maybe they were holding back some features for whenever they were broken free. Is is this a rose by a different smell and just as sweet, or is it kind of the same game but just a little bit better? And it's just is it, is it like chalk and cheese different, or is it just no. the same franchise and it's, it's, what you know and love? It's exactly the same as everything you've ever seen before, apart from the fact there's women in Ultimate Team now. Uh, that that that's it. Um, Two things that FIFA absolutely hates. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so just a sorry just, can, does that mean that women can be in your ultimate team along with the men it's sort of I have combined. Lucy Bronze in my ultimate team at the moment oh, along, nice. along with um, what's her name uh, Mappy Leon the uh, Barcelona centre half who didn't go to yeah. the World Cup due to protests over the, the uh, one thing that this game has done for me right I'm learning about women's football because of these players which is something I, nice. I just I, yeah I didn't part of the reason why you, sh- you should have these features in these games yeah. right? I've, I've discovered there's a Barcelona left back uh, something Rolfo who is absolutely freaking incredible and she's in my team as well um, yeah I like it's, it's um it's it's just FIFA man like, like you've played one you've played a thousand of them but I, I, I'd, I'd last year off took it off I needed it for my sanity um, and, uh, yeah, now I'm back on it and, uh, I don't know what sleep looks like. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> Elsewhere, I'll, I'll rifle through these other ones rifle very quickly. Through, sir. Obviously played a bit bold as gate because that game is the goat. Yeah. Wowzers trousers. Mm. What a game. Um, I was in Madrid last weekend and, um, the, uh, the, 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 the house that I stayed at, uh, was with a couple of my brothers-in-laws. And we spent one evening just playing endless Mario Kart 8 and Super Smash Brothers. Old school, three to four player, multiplayer, just okay. local. Okay, so both games, character of choice. 
Uh, well, Mario Kart, um, uh, it's Yoshi with the wild wiggler and the green wheels. That, nice is, that, that, that is the best combination statistically. Um, I'm not, I can't use the bikes, you see. You see, I, I'm not a biker. Mm. Um, I spent a long time, me and, me, me and my old housemate Lee, we spent a long time playing that game. Got pretty good, man. Um, and uh, yeah, and then Smash Brothers. I like Bowser. I'll be honest, I really like Bowser because I... I'm not a very good Smash Brothers player and I find the movement to be impossible because you flick it mm. and your dude will just run over there instead of being like if you have an the camera item don't catch up sometimes no, but if you have an item yeah. here and you're here and you're like oh I have to go left now to go and pick up the item I'll like press left on the on the D on the control stick and he'll go over here and it's like no 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 go back go back a second and then you go over there and it's like well I want to go here not not over here and here very very mm. frustrating um but Bowser's big, you see, and you can. Just, yeah, and when I'm a skill, brute guy. And when there's like eight people on the screen and like loads of shit's you going on, you want to be able on, to see your guy. You need to be able to see your guy, you see. And so mm-hmm. I just kind of mm-hmm. use the spin move or the down special to do the big pa 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 pa, the big the big ass slam. That usually does the job. So yeah, yeah, I'm a don. I'm I go for Donkey Kong. For yeah, that exact reason. And he's got a move where he basically just plays the bongos on the ground. Yeah, constantly also, move. Uh, also yeah, that's, the, that's the goat move. And um, I have three more things to quickly talk about. That will take Shoot, about thirty sir. seconds. I started because I purchased uh, uh, Phantom Liberty. Mm. Um, that I I I've, I purchased that today because uh, I space is a premium on the old hard drive. And I had Cyberpunk downloaded, and I was like, "I'm either going to play it, your space. <laughs> you have to, you have to earn your space, you see." And um, I thought I started today. I put two hours into it so far. And How you find it? I because I, again, I played it before, but I put half an hour into it. It was just literally, I turned it on. Oh, looks good. I'll wait for the DLC. Um, so far, it's 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 pretty freaking amazing, isn't it? It's uh, it's mm. really it's really damned good. So happy to be going back into this game. It's uh, really really good. The only thing that I am getting quite aggrieved about is V's voice is irritating. Yeah, have you picked uh, the male voice? Yes, he's he's rubbish. It's the worst voice actor in the world. It seems that way. Is it worth choosing a female character? I'm her voice I'm, is is good. Yeah, I think she's I'm a much pop better committed actor. on the guy because my I completed it with a guy. But this was actually going to be a question for the pod, which is for Phantom Liberty. Should I just start a new character? They when you load the game up, it literally says recommended to start new game. Ah, you okay. can there start. You can fresh. and you can no, well, no right. Saying let me get that straight. Um, when you start the game, it will say like you can skip straight to Phantom Liberty if you want with a new character. Um, and it will kind of, and you'll be leveled to that point. Um, or it says start a new game and start afresh. Even so, I would, it, from everything I've read, is like because of the 2.0 update of all the different perks and the different skill systems and everything like that. You're going to miss all that stuff if you've just jumped straight in for a maxed yeah. out. Yeah. Everyone just says, oh. like, start again because the game is like a different game now and you'll appreciate also, it. Also, I appreciate this is just a quick update of what you've been playing, but one of the things that really pisses me off about Cyberpunk is that you can literally customize so much within your character with the weapons to their genitalia and you didn't think just to get more than one voice actor for a male. Or more than three preset faces. What's that about? Yeah. That was it. I, was too, I, was, I was too captivated by the genitalia morphing. Uh, yeah, that was quite <laughs> big. Um, so, <laughs> um, and then very quickly, so then that was what I've been playing. And then in terms yeah. of watching, because we are a podcast that talks about watching as well, I've watched two right. films over the course of the weekend. Ooh. One of them I've seen before, and that was Ghostbusters Afterlife. 
And, Classic. Uh, I, I, I've now watched that film twice, and both times I have cried like a baby. Yeah. Uh, is it the same bit? Is it yeah, the Yeah, of course bit? it's the same. The entire show, there was points where it's just like, just got goosebumps. You know what I mean? My love yeah. for the original Ghostbusters is so damn strong that like, it's just, I, I like, it's not a great film. There's massive plot holes in all of it. And it's a lot of like, oh, those kids have never used one of those devices before, but seem to know exactly how to use it perfectly first time. And it's like, you know, there's loads of stuff like that that go on. Mm. And like at the end where Phoebe's just comes out of nowhere with the proton pack. And it's like, it's been very well established in Ghostbusters canon that someone else has to turn them on for you. How has she turned, put that on herself <laughs> and also turned it on? Like shit like that irritates me. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. sit there and go, mm, I'm not so sure. Um, and also Spengler's character, like I, right. Have you guys? Why did you, he? Why did he hate him so much right. to be like rot in hell? Right. When he picks up the phone. Hold on a sec. Who? Have you? We all seen this film. I haven't seen no. it yet. I need to see it. Well, but I haven't. well no, then, I, then I will. Then I will shut up. Then because uh, it's on Netflix now, isn't it? It is exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. There you yeah, go. That's why Done. I watched it on Saturday. That'll be watched this week. Um, there's a line, Flint. This this is non-spoilery. There's a line in Ghostbusters one when they're fighting Gozer on top of the big yes. building. Where Spengler says, "I am, um, I am terrified beyond the realms of rational thought." Oh, rational thought, right? right? Now. Yep. That is the only thing that I'm grasping onto to explain Ghostbusters Afterlife and what happens to him for the rest of his life. Okay, that's the only <laughs> thing that I. That one line is the only thing that he's keeps still me. in shock. <laughs> he's he's just still in shock. He must be from 34 years ago. Yeah, he, he you know what? Well, this isn't a spoiler, and this is yeah. We we will move on in a minute, but I completely concur. It's such a beautiful film. You know when? Yes, there's nostalgia, of course, and of course there's fan service because that's what sequels are. If fans like it, make the same thing, maybe have a little bit more to make it better. But not when it's like in your face fan service, but when it is subtle nods for real fans to really pull apart. So, for example, when the the mum is being there's a possession scene, you know, spoiler alert. And in the kitchen, there's hot eggs on the side because the eggs exploded and they're on the side. They didn't make a big deal of it. They weren't just re-quoting back to you and go, hey, hey, remember that? they done the thing. It was just lots of little subtle nods. Obviously, there was the big ones as well. they done the thing. They said the thing. They drove the thing. But there was lots of little things in the background as well. And that is just like, for people like me and Mike, we sit there and go, thank you. It shows how much you love the original stuff and it's really in good hands. And yeah, it's, it is beautiful. What else have you been watching, sir? And then I'll, I'll promise I'll shut up because we've been recording now for 18 minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, I watched a film that I'd never thought I'd ever watch, to be honest. Uh, this was uh, with the, the wife on Friday night. Uh, the talented Pride and Prejudice. The talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley. Ah, that's, that's a Anyone bit, seen a bit that before? it? Yes, a long time ago. Is that Matt Damon or is that Russell Crowe? It's uh, Matt Damon and Jude Law. And it that was, was it. Uh, I've never seen it before. I didn't really know what I was getting into. And uh, it was, it was, it was excruciating, but not in a bad way. Not in, not in a bad way. I should stress this. It was excruciating. There were points where I was just hugging a pillow, like, just like, please make it stop. Please make this happen now. Um, oh. I really enjoyed it. And it was, I can see... I've never really understood Jude Law. Um, he was fantastic in this film. <laughs> it was... Uh, He's an enigma. No well, one understands like, Do you know what I mean? Like, I never really realised what he was good at other than being a pretty handsome looking man. He was he was mesmerising in this film, I have to say. And Matt Damon delivers an incredible performance. Kate Blanchett continues to be poison 
Yeah, poison for my <laughs> ears and eyes on TV. Uh, I hate Kate Blanchett. She's a dreadful, dreadful actress. But other than that, well done. Good film. I could see Hemming is fighting every natural urge to go, <laughs> Mad Damon. <laughs> There's that, but also, what happened to Jude Law? Did he just, like, disappear after the, the mid-2000s? No, he's, um, he's Dumbledore in the... Oh, the sorry, what, what, I'm Harry sorry. Potter movies. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, is he? what? Okay, <laughs> right. He plays okay. Dumbledore in uh, the Wizarding movies. Like, he plays the, dum- like, the young that, Dumbledore. That was Michael Gambon. <laughs> and, and Richard Harris. Rest in peace. And rest in peace. The pair of them, to be fair. Nothing um, happens outside of those originals. I'm sorry, Jude Law plays Dumbledore... Young yes. Dumbledore, wow. Yeah, what sounds the fuck like films a, are these? The, you know, the um, Amazing Beasts and Where to Find It. And go. then they they're dropped Harry all Potter of that. films? Yes. Prequels, yeah. Yeah, they're prequels. Oh, they? uh, yeah. Grindelwald Warner, Warner and Brothers people like been, that? There's a, stuff like that, yeah. Yes. And, uh, none yeah. of you people are Harry Potter fans, are you? No, sorry, <laughs> sir. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Mike. Good to know that Jubal has work still. That's nice. What's going on in the molehole, sir? What's been going on in the molehole? Uh, well, I have jumped back into Destiny 2. Is this, did the servers work? They were rocky when I jumped back in. I think that's because I had a big update. They were they were a bit, mm, this isn't going to happen tonight, is it? Yeah, pod, but there's just moles commenting on updates that are happening in, in video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> every time this week there was a large patch for EAFC 24. <gasps> yeah, they've put loot boxes back in. <laughs> it's like the shipping lines at like 11, at like 1 in the morning. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you for tuning in. It's 4am. I'm John Moles and we're about to go over the latest patch here for Cyberpunk. Is the update or... for this week. <laughs> Every time I turn something on, there's an update. Who was the original Match of the Day voice guy? You know, who like, they, they, they put his name in AI and it's just like, and I always remember Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Black Ball. Oh, what, the ball, yeah. the guy that used to do yeah, the yeah. ball schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, should be, that. you should be that for that. updates of the updates. week for video games. This week in updates. <laughs> Patch 1.5. Um, and please read out the hot notes as well. Yeah, oh, blimey. Fix some accessibility issues I'll start, on I'll Last start of with Us the, um, Sorry. I'll start with the This Week at Bungie. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, back in Destiny 2. And I'm yeah, quite far behind, but it's just oh. more familiar stuff. And I'm not underwater anymore, so I don't get that sense oh, of dread. Oh, I might come back to it now. I don't want to jump through fart water and get stuck. It's not like that. Well, you can still do it if you want to, if that's the thing that floats your boat, eh? Um, crap. But nah, it's all it's all gone back to the witchy world, so it's all very familiar to, oh, that, familiar territory. So. I, Done with witchy. I, I, Lots of platforms. I, hate, I hate that witchy world, right? I thought that was the witch queen, yeah? That was the expansion, yeah. like, bit- two expansions ago. Yep. When we got rid of that, it was like, okay, we're now going to be doing Lightfall. It's all going to be neon and futuristic and cool. No, no, that last fucking season, and then it's back to fucking... Green bollocks where you have to shoot the thing, the platforms arrive, you get the sight or whatever it is. Fuck mm. off with this shit, man. Oh. Sorry. Also, you teased us with Titan, and the truth is you honey dicked us, right? You, you you flashed us some leg and said you're gonna come to Titan, and we're like, Yes, Titan was the best map in Destiny 2. Why did you decommission? And now you're under the back. sea. And now you're under the sea, so I'm Sebastian the Crab around in yeah. Fartwater. I've had enough, and I just want to go back to a good place of shooting on the moon or something, you know, but without green things. That's it. Um, <sighs> so much green. I think because it's getting late in its life cycle, there's quite a lot of clutching, isn't there? So I'm, mm. 
it's like one big DLC a year for the big one. They have one season of I it. Fine. Um, and then it all goes to pot for the year. This is why we fall off and then come back to it when the DLCs come out. So I know I fell, I fell off this time. It. I fell off this time due to their stupid servers. That like yeah, that's, that's just isn't it? bullshit. A company that size where the entire game is meant to be played online and. It doesn't matter what you've got big plans. You're working on other stuff, but keep the basic service at a high SLA. Like awesome. Last season was almost unplayable. Oh yeah, the latter half of that last season was just unbearable. Well, you made it further than I did. I gave up after three weeks. There you go. And then this time round, I started after three weeks, thinking hopefully. But um, yeah, just like I say, one rocky moment. But now it's all smooth. But none of my friends are playing. <laughs> have they I'm made Gambit good yet? Have they given? Are there any updates? Gambit, Gambit good again. Gambit has never changed. It's been seven years of just the same Gambit. It's the same, same stuff. Maps. Yeah, same stuff. It's all good. Um, well, so we bring playing? a sword. I've been playing a game that heavily inspired that scene from John Wick Four, uh, which is Hong Kong Massacre. Some people may remember it as uh, Hotline Miami, and I must say, very enjoyable. But damn, that game is hard. You get shot once, yep. level over. You've got to start again. Right back to the beginning. The music, man. Oh, it's oh, incredible. The music is so good. Fantastic. We should do game. some boco about good music in games. I mean, that's a licensing nightmare. But... Just make, we'll, <laughs> we'll make a playlist on Spotify. Just, there you go. There we go. Just go, there go. To that. that's, that's a good idea, Producer Bowles. That there is why go. you are in the chair, my friend. Uh, anything else in the mile hole? Um, I watched The Hitman's Bodyguard this week. Ryan Reynolds, oh. Samuel Jackson. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, it's just yes. creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's... Just a lot of laughs. They've done a sequel recently. I, I haven't seen the sequel, uh, which is the original one. But yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds in a film. Being the most Ryan Reynolds as Ryan good. Reynolds possible. All good. Yes. Um, yeah. Classic, That's classic. It. Right, well, well, we'll get into the news in a moment, but on the playing front... Um, I started a little diddle about five weeks ago of... Uh, I need to be careful how I phrase that. On um, No Man's Sky. And... I said it got Italians into me. I completed it. Like I didn't realise I sank six I sunk sixty hours into No Man's Sky. <laughs> wow. Nice How much done, of that was just travelling? No, I, well, it's my base. Like they they've done a really good base be, uh, building feature. It's it's essentially Minecraft in space. And I built a base called Flint Base where I was basically going from planet to planet and going, oh, I might want to come back here. So I build a little portal and I build a little little solar panel so it can power my portal. And then I'll build some more things with lots of glass because I can see outside and it's lots of lovely. And I don't have to worry about the environment because I'm black and glass. And I kept doing that again and again. And I realized, wait a minute, if I go back to all these previous planets and just decommission them i've got all the resources from them to build my uber base and i basically built like starlight city or cloud city from the star wars movies and i was just wandering around pretending i'm lando carizian just being like this is my place in the stars um i just generally had such a good time um when this game eventually becomes on playstation network and you can play it for free i invite you all because i've unlocked the ability for for dimensional travel i can tell you my coordinates and you can come hang out in the star city with your lando boy that sounds lovely i have no man's sky downloaded yes <laughs> come join me you know the worst players right i spent 60 hours playing this fucking game and i applaud them for their accessibility updates but they do have an accessibility update where you can decide whether resources are finite as the game intended or really hard and also resources to build things 
finite as the game intended or unlimited now i actually would spend hours just getting that finite dust just getting that carbon just going to get some more going to my refiners bringing it down just so i can build a door and then go come back and do that and then after i complete the game and i go oh okay i can play about now oh, actually, I could just make everything unlimited and I could just basically unlock everything I want to do and build that within 20 minutes. Feels like I've kind of wasted 60 hours of my life. Thanks, Sean Murray. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I do advise anyone playing No Man's Sky, if you think, no, I want to lose myself in the story and the narrative, it's bollocks. It's the same thing again and again. That gameplay satisfying loop is not about unlocking the Atlas and the secrets of the universe. It's all about building that sweet, sweet base and getting a damn good ship and then going to get a fucking freight-like ship where you can park your ship into and then go to another galaxy where you can build the same thing again because you craft to mine and you mine to craft, okay? That's that game. Go enjoy it. So that's that's what I've been playing most recently. I am one playthrough away as well from getting the Platinum on Resident Evil 4 Remake. I will be doing it in the next couple of weeks. We've been talking yes. about doing Twitch uh, Twitch stream between a lot of us. I might, if we do end up doing that, I might save it for like when it's my turn on it to be like, and I get a platinum hey um i'll do it in a bikini as well if it gets some subs um so that's <laughs> are we actually gonna do like, twitch is that a thing well we'll talk about it, weren't we we'll, we should probably save that for the whatsapp group but yeah maybe if we do <laughs> um, we'll, we'll figure behind the curtain yeah yeah exactly um i'm also just as a final thing <laughs> it's a bit sticky um <laughs> sorry i don't know i'm thinking on the spot stick to the script flip um i've been losing myself in netflix anime because there's been two trailers by capcom and netflix recently with onimusha and devil may cry and i was like you know what i actually generally like their video game anime of the tekken anime recently and i i started on cyberpunk then stopped because i wanted to play the game completed the game and forgotten about that so i got to come back also there's been a new castlevania show that's dropped over the weekend as well you eating good if you like this sort of stuff. So I've been going back in the rabbit hole. I completely forgot Castlevania, like the three seasons prior. So I went back and watched it again. And uh, yeah, been been loving life on that front. Is anyone else a fan of the Netflix video game anime world they've been building? I need to get back into it because I started watching the first few episodes of Castlevania and really liked it. Yeah. But then just got distracted by other shiny things. So I really want to get back into that. And I am really looking forward to the Devil May Cry one. Um, a weird one that was uh, Dragon's Dogma. That was oh, actually yeah, pretty a whole decent. show for that. Yeah, as well, did a whole I? show for that. Pretty decent. Insane. Well, there's a hun- there's a ton coming down the pike, as well as a Assassin's Creed anime as well, probably to coincide with Mirage. So we'll get into the news now. <laughs> So let's start off with the big piece of news, which was Jim Ryan for It Is He, who's been at Sony for 30 years, not CEO for 30 years, as I got in, wrong in the notes, uh, is stepping down as PlayStation CEO. He has been in the role for four years, uh, which means he oversaw the introduction of the PS5 and possibly, arguably, the heyday of the PS4 as well. Um Lovely to see the man walk out on top. Um, if anyone is thinking this is something to do with Xbox or what's been going on in that world, you're not paying attention. This guy's having the victory lap. 30 years uh, working at Sony, head of uh, Sony Europe, and all those great things. What a career. Anything you want to say about Mr. Jim Ryan, or should we do baseless speculation over who will be coming in? <laughs> it's going to be difficult to do baseless speculation because it's just going to be a Japanese person that we've probably never heard of. Um 
But Saudis. I, it, <laughs> no, not the Saudis. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhoney are going to bam in. I think he's he's done a he's done a very good job over the last few years, but he has he's done a few things that maybe a little bit controversial. Do we have I to saw call the lawyers. Few... Hemming. No, 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 no. No, yeah, okay. no libel here. I promise. Um, there's been a few people that I saw celebrating him leaving, which I think is a little uncalled for there's no need to do that um but he did push quite heavily for playstation to try to go down the games as a service route hence why they were um, purchasing all of those sassy sort exactly. of gassy yeah. companies right and there's some pushback lately that apparently some of those uh, developers weren't really happy with that direction so i don't know if that's going to change once he leaves so Maybe the guy that put in at. temporary charge until they actually pick who next CEO is. He is a massive mobile games guy. Like, he keeps coming out and saying, the future still is Still games as a service, then. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. Mm, but maybe that's just because, like you say, it's a safe pair of hands of the similar ilk of Mr. Mm. Ryan. Michael? So, apparently, one of, one of the main reasons he's leaving is because he is a, he's a British chap, right? Am I, am I correct in saying that? And yes. And he struggles working in America but living in Europe. That That's apparently a struggle, apparently, right? Whatever. Um... But yeah, to go on from what Hemming said, I mean, there was the email they sent to the staff, which is, I, I would class it as questionable. Yeah? What was the, I, I don't know this, what was um, the email? So he sent an email in 2022 uh, asking his staff to respect differences of opinion on abortion rights. Then he wrote five paragraphs about his two cats' birthdays, their habits, and his desire to get a dog. Was he sniffing um, glue? <laughs> um, He's done some weird things. So he says, like, he does not take a stance on the Roe v. Wade on abortion rights, but does declare that, that dogs are really are man's best friend. They know their place and perform useful functions like biting burglars and chasing bulls that you throw for them. I'd, for- <laughs> I'd forgotten the full details of that email. Um, um, you know when, like, you know when mm. Mr. Burns is like sniffing on his cloth and gives Homer as a doughboy. <laughs> I know, I like to think that's Tim Ryan <laughs> writing his emails. Yeah, um, but no, as, uh, again, he's not like he wasn't the most liked person in terms of like the games of the ser- games as a service stuff. Um, he kind of alienated a lot of the enthusiast fan base of PlayStation as well, which uh, hasn't really gone down too well in terms of first party releases. Um, mm. like didn't really do much there either in terms of... Well, actually, you know, if you like, think about it then, so during his tenure, when we talk about the big first-party releases, they all would have been well down the line of development when he inherited exactly. the hot seat, right? So your Spider-Mans, your God of Wars, you can't credit to him. And also remember that the supply issues with the PlayStation were not great uh, in terms of the scalpers buying it, selling them for double... I'm aware that there was a massive chip shortage um, that kind of meant that happened to a lot of different expensive uh, video gamey type things. But at the same time, like I'm not looking back at this guy's tenure as being, wow, what a four years that guy had. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I don't think uh, there'll be too many people crying into their porridge uh, over, the, over that <laughs> announcement. Mm. I was just looking it up because I was trying to remember the exact quote, but there was also, as you say, in terms of the enthusiasts of old PlayStation games, there's a, there's a comment from 2017 where he said, PS1 and PS2 games, they look ancient. Why would anybody play these? Yeah. Uh, and that annoys That explains a lot of people. backwards compatibility non-existentness going that on. That was him sort of arguing against backward compatibility. Man hates time. video games, CEO of video <laughs> game company. Like, fuck off, mate, yeah? <laughs> it's quite interesting. I just hope whoever does fill the hot seat, I hope they're a, 
I don't want to, much my opinion, but like, I hope he's a personality. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's someone who actually comes out and says stuff that isn't about abortion rights or their dog. Um, like, I want a Phil, I want a Kevin Feige, I want a Phil Spencer at Sony doing those sort of things. No, man, I, I want a Niwata, uh, the old Nintendo president who was just, you know, loved games and took a pay cut because the uh, the Wii U did so badly. He was like, it's not on you guys. I made this sort of decision. I'm taking a pay cut. I'm going to look after you guys. We want somebody like that. Yeah. Mm, that'd be nice, actually. So if you're listening, fuck you, Jim Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> it went pretty. It went, well, fair. You know what? Yes, that's what we're here for. Um, so let's talk about Elder Scrolls Six briefly. Um, so there's been lots of speculation. Now, we know it's in development. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, fuck you, Bethesda. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think we can all concur. I think that. we can all concur, fuck you, Bethesda. Um, now, this was a big thing in the news over the last week. I don't really get why, because we know how long it's going to take for this game to develop. But basically, the too long don't read is that it, it looks apparent that Elder Scrolls 6 will not be on the PlayStation 5. In other news, water is wet. We knew that was coming anyway. Um, but how long this game is going to take to develop? We're going to be on the PS6 at the very least, right? We're looking at like seven odd years before this yeah, comes out. The, it, won't even, it won't be on any PlayStation. There's no point even talking about it because it's the Bethesda Microsoft thing. It'll be on the Xbox, whatever, whatever. they decide to call yeah. the next one. And it will be shit. Okay, All right. Let, let, let me. I'm gonna make my bold prediction of the week. Okay, this is my shoe in bold or, prediction or, of the week. Exactly, one of these things. Um, Starfield got released recently, didn't it? Yeah, apparently. Anyone, no one spoke about it. This anyone week. talking about that since? Any, anyone? Quick, mate. Anyone give a fuck about it because it was because it was actually not very good. Yeah. Okay. I saw, I saw um, somebody get really excited because they 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 talked to a guy and then it took them into a different area where they killed some people and then it was a quest completed and they got really excited about that being groundbreaking RPG. No, no, it's more groundbreaking mechanics. because you could have lots of potatoes stored somewhere or sandwiches. Oh, wow. I saw one um, where someone sandwiches. had just covered yeah. a or table sandwiches. of sandwiches. Yes. Uh, sorry, Mark, you were saying. No, no, it's fine. The issue is, is that um, there's a question for you guys. And Heming, you probably know this a lot better than I do. I've played a lot of Bethesda games in my life. Um, I, my first Bethesda game I ever played was when I went into game as a small child and I purchased an, a copy of Morrowind. And I brought it home and I put it in my, put it in my, in my PC, my ancient tower PC, and I played Morrowind. And it was it was enthralling. It was mental. It was wild. It was just a batshit crazy game, but it was very good. It was very good. It looked like ass, but it was very good. And then I played uh, Oblivion, and at the time it was like, holy shit, this is look at this. But the actual hardcore uh, Morrowind fans fucking hated Oblivion because they dumbed everything down. And it's like, but they have, but they have Picard doing the voice acting. Can't you see? Look at Picard, <laughs> right? And oh, then um, on the other side of the uh, of the fence, they had Fallout Three. Now Fallout Three was fucking incredible. I love that game. I love it to death. It's it's it, it, it's it's rumors of a remake. I, I hope Ooh. I hope it comes because Ooh. Fallout Three deserves to be played by by current people. Yeah, people how, currently. Can I ask you a quick question on on Fallout? Right, so Go I on. agree with you. Fallout Three is a goat. Okay, love it. And I like New Vegas as well. I hate Fallout Four. 
What's wrong with me, Mark? Well, no, but this is, but this, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with you. Let's be clear about that. I, I Thank quite you. like Fallout 4 for what it's worth because I love the setting. Yeah. For the most right. part, that the story of Fallout, it, it speaks to me. I love the old timey music. I always have the radio one of those games. I've got a playlist of Fallout songs. Do you know what I mean? On my, ah. on my Spotify because I, I, I dig it. Right. So Fallout 3 was. I am a person in this world and I, it's up to me to make my own story and to be the character that I want to be. Fallout mm. 4 was, ha, you're a guy that the Bethesda have chosen for you to be a smarmy git. And, uh, they went down the protagonist is voiced route. And when your options are sarcastic, cheerful, whatever, and it's like, or in some, no, where it's like, it says what it says the, like your option is, you click it and the dude says something completely different. You're like, that's not how I hope that would come across. Uh, this guy's a twat. Um, they went more down that route. And as they go along, they give less agency to the player. And it's more just like, let's play a story that the guy that the, these people have done for you. Right. And that's what I think a lot of people are not particularly happy with Starfield over is that it's like the side quests are just a bit barren and it's like, Oh, go over there and shoot five rats or what have you. Um, oh, look, Final Fantasy. Look at that. Um, <laughs> uh, the, um, and like you went from a believe it. Now, Skyrim, in my opinion, I know we're talking too long about it, so apologies, friend. Skyrim was a special thing. Yeah, Skyrim was a special thing. Right place, right time. Exactly. Uh, um, uh, what, that was a, like a cultural phenomenon. You know, everyone I knew bought that game. People that yes. had never heard of Oblivion had never played Daggerfall. They they played that game. They bought that game. My work the next day after it was released was just everybody was talking about it. That ain't going to happen again, okay? And the, the, one of the reasons I don't think that'll ever happen again, A, it's been so fucking long now, right? You're never going to mm-hmm. enthrall a new generation of fans like they did at that point. But B, I don't think they know how to make games like that anymore. Mm, they don't have a fucking claim. clue. They don't have a fucking clue because I walk, you walk around in Skyrim and it's like the world building is phenomenal. Things can happen at any point. It's janky as all hell. Yeah? The jankiest jank the charm. that ever did jank, but it is a part of its charm. And you had your run of the mill. Oh, it's going to be a, join the companions. Ha ha. And then you've got your fucking Daedric Prince quests or whatever they are, which go absolutely batshit mental. 10% of the player base ever fucking found those quests. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, everyone just wanted to be a big Nord, Nord shouting things at dragons because they're the things that are cool. What are they going to do next? How are they going to live up to any kind of hype that they have made themselves by waiting so fucking long? Ain't yeah. going to do it. And all the people that work there don't have a fucking clue what their fans are like. Otherwise, they wouldn't have released Fallout 4. Yeah, well, it's a funny thing you should can't mention that, actually. That. <laughs> uh, no, I can't, I can't argue with any of that. And one of the things which I think is going to go against any big studio that's been acquired by Microsoft is, you know, this is a, please, if we're wrong, like, change our minds, give us your opinion, absolutely, on Twitter at Grey Fox Plays. But tell me one good, big, exclusive release Microsoft have done in the last decade. And what you'll see is... Not failure, but didn't live up to expectations or dragged out and didn't necessarily go that well. Is there really a big hit? You can't say it's Halo Infinite. Forza? Yeah, that, that's I was probably Forza. it. That's Forza and Forza Horizons. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, take, they're always uh, great. All right, I'll, I'll bow to that. But that's it. 
That's that is it. But like the <coughs> pedigree and expertise and everything that comes with getting these massive AAA titles that win Game of the Year awards over the line. Microsoft, you can buy it, but but Mike, to quote you, where's the heart? Um, it's uh, where is it? I I don't see it. Your big chance was supposed to be this game, and it, well done. You've done like a a good a good mid game. It seems to be fine. That's basically all I've I've heard from it. It's fine. Hmm. Well, speaking about fine, uh, we were talking about EA uh, FA. Uh, sorry again. EAFC 24, there we go. Uh, we'll it just keep calling on- it FIFA. Everybody yeah, will still call it yeah, FIFA. <laughs> FIFA. FIFA, not FIFA, uh, released on the Switch this weekend. And to everyone's surprise, bear in mind, for the last 10 years, <laughs> the versions that have been on the Switch have been absolute jank pieces of crap, which are called the Legacy Edition. Apparently, plays really well. Really good. Great graphics. I just want to take a moment to say that little guy, that Switch, is, is still is still making people happy. This brings me joy. I need to look this up. I was not aware of this because I thought when no, you talked about like, something was on the scores. Switch, we were going down a different avenue that we may be touching on in, in a, a moment. moment. Yes. Um, but yeah, the Legacy Edition, I'm trying to look it up to find out what it is. But if I remember rightly, I think it's based on like FIFA... 17 or fifa 18 and they just <laughs> updated the roster every year so graphically it looked five six years old yep and then they just updated the squads and you're saying now they've actually made they've actually a, like they've okay. done a version for the switch and wow. it's like did they like did was there like a development team that's went uh boss uh we actually have been doing really good versions but we we, we didn't want to put our hands up and oh okay cool stick it in the game it's great so like <laughs> all the reviews that i've seen have been like generally surprising which is lovely um the other side of that coin though and we touched upon it last episode about how can we expect the switch to keep up with like for like fidelity versions of next gen console games as they're being released cross-platform uh one example of that not working out is mk1 on the switch and i've seen some of the pictures and uh everything else from it it is the stuff of nightmares mikey's face is going um it's horrendous it, it it is nightmare fuel it is awful it is you know that classic thing where they say you know it looks like insert console generation here this does look like it's going back to sort of a couple of generations the ago their characters don't blink and that makes it even more scary <laughs> why yeah. isn't johnny cage blinking alex <laughs> <laughs> i can't answer that i don't know Ryan's looking at me <laughs> He won't stop looking at me, Mike. Help! Um, I mean, so yeah, I, I look as a Switch user and a Switch. I don't want to say apologist. Uh, I ain't apologised that machine. He got nothing to apologise for. It's a beautiful little piece of equipment. Um, but I am starting to think that yes, yeah, we know it's in the victory lap of twenty twenty three. Uh, sorry, twenty twenty four. When it comes to the next sort of releases, but yeah, stop trying to compete. Stop trying to make it the same. It's a bit wrong now, Mikey. This is a very small small sideward step mk1 are you disappointed by the reviews or excited to play it or what like very excited to play it um it seems to be that 
there's something missing from it and I don't know what it is. I think the story, it sounds like the storylines let people down quite a bit. Gameplay wise, it's great. Apparently the cameo system or whatever it's called is, is awesome. Um, I was a day one guy, but then I got bought, I got poor and couldn't afford it. So wait till it's on sale. And that's the difference between a great game. I'm willing to go in the overdraft for compared to, all right, fine. I'll give it a miss now because I'm seeing some of the, it seems to me they're throwing lots of crap at it with lots of different game modes and stuff. And apparently the, the, like the version of their version of conquest where it's like the map and you're going around is very uninspiring. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I, I heard that the, um, weirdly for a Mortal Kombat game, the content is actually a bit lacking. Is this just I another chance for lots of DLCs? But I mean, look, mm. it's got mid-80s reviews, right? So it's not going to be terrible. And I heard the gameplay Metascore, is really good. But it looks gorgeous, though, I should say. It looks like the best-looking fighting game. Ah, I don't know, I've man. Right, I, I, I'm gonna, I am going to dispute this, okay? I'm going to dispute this. what I've this. seen, it looks beautiful. Where, what's, what's, where's it made you think not? Then. Uh, I've got I own Street Fighter 6 man and it's that oh, game okay. that game looks unreal and I ain't really? seen I have not seen anything from Mortal Kombat which makes me go actually that looks better I think I think Street Fighter 6 looks absolutely incredible I've absolutely slept on that in fact I think the whole world has that game is, is out yeah man and it's doing it did gangbusters what happens like why are people, people talking about still it play it all the time it's massive wow I, I need to get out of my rock <laughs> Obviously, it's not as big as More Combat because that's the biggest fighting game franchise in the world, right? Because they did that yeah. excellent thing by making it mainstream. But Street Fighter Six is a huge success, man. Like, yeah, it's great. Nice. Hemming, you're going to come in. No, I was not. I'm not, <laughs> in the, I'm not in the fighting world, so it's, I know very little about this other than the, the pictures of Mortal Kombat looking jank on the Switch and Street Fighter is apparently very nice. Well, one uh, day, Hemming, yeah. if it ever goes on sale, which it will do, uh, you owe it to yourself to get this game, Street Fighter, and play the World Tour mode because it's, okay. it's, it's, it's like Yakuza. Okay, I'm in. Sold. It's absolutely wow. fucking bananas. So you start, you create a dude... And the gimmick is you go around and uh, you meet like street fighter characters and they'll teach you their moves and stuff. It's a proper like story. And there's like this gang of people that wear cardboard boxes on your, their, on their heads and you have to fight them. It's, it's just absolutely fucking mental. This and, but it's, incredibly fun because you can learn all the all the moves from all the legendary fires and have this wonderful combination yeah it's a lot it's so a that lot was the mode that i remember seeing stuff for in the previews and thinking i don't know about this this looks like it's going to be all kinds yeah, of weird yeah that's like well i was like mm, but, but it sounds like it works the best that, kind of weird that's what the demo works. was based on wasn't it the yeah the start the i was before. as skeptical as any you can probably find my voice on this very show going this looks shit um it's not <laughs> really fun i i, I the problem i the problem i have would, would be playing the world tour is i'm just going to end up with ken the move set will just be ken's that's all i need problem well I, I don't need to play the world bianca, tour. I just play bianca the arcade street fighter sorry it's bianca street fighter i'm thinking about a different franchise blanca 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 who i say bianca the electric <laughs> guy <laughs> yes uh, yeah, big green dude. Yes, orange hair. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm in. I'm in. That's your guy. I tell you what, though, I do not want to be Tekken anymore. And I, I, I say that as like Tekken used to be my jam. It still is, but like you got MK, and it sounds like Street Fighters brought the A game to it. And uh, yes, Tekken uh, coming out soon. 
Yeah, I mean, what a time for fighting games. Mm. Um, anyway, we were talking a bit about Nintendo a moment ago. Um, let's talk about Phil Spencer's Nintendo leaks comments. So for the uninitiated, during the hullabaloo with Activision, a bunch of things were released, but also a lot of things were leaked. There was an, an email, and in that email contained Phil Spencer's uh, comments over the failed attempts to purchase Nintendo. Uh <laughs> so um, I'm laughing you, because there's a screenshot of the of the faces we were talking about that Mikey's laughing at. I haven't seen uh, that one before. It's it's the stuff of nightmares. Is that the one that I put in uh, in the WhatsApp chat? Why won't Johnny chat? Cage blink? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrendous. <laughs> it looks like a Thunderbird puppet being raped. Um, anyway, Emmy, you were going to say. Um, I was basically going to say, you say attempted takeover of Nintendo. Well, it was they'll more, talk about it for a second. He was basically very, very aspirationally saying, hey guys, if we really want to break into the video game market, why don't we just buy Nintendo? But then his oh, response okay. of, right. they just don't realise then their focus is the software business, not the hardware. Like, that was so, so arrogant about it, that. It really, it didn't make him look Smacks good. A lot privilege. of those leaks didn't look good, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, much to say. Sorry, I think a bit of a twat thing, weren't it? Well, yeah, pretty the much. The thing is, like, N- Nintendo, they are their own thing. They know they're their own thing. They're, they're an institution. Not, yeah, they're not going to try and compete with, you know, PlayStation and, and Xbox. They don't need to. They've got their to. own fan base. They do their own thing, and they do it well. Very well. Yeah. They don't charming little, they charming go. little device, charming little company. Probably not very little. Great, but the point catalogue of IPs. It's like they don't need Super Mario Wonder coming out this month. Looks very good. I love the fact their commitment to just like you know what this is our brand, this is our IP. They're like Disney, like there'll always be a Mickey thing in the pipeline. There'll always be a Mario thing in the pipeline. Like that's that's their thing. In fact, I'm wearing quite comfortably one of my favourite t-shirts, which is just a goose because I think about the. Whenever I think about my Switch, I think about Untitled Goose Game, which is not a Nintendo IP, but it, it kind of made prominence on the Switch. That's the sort of stuff that I love about that company. And yeah, the thing that you can just buy it. You know, to quote it again, where's the hearts? You can't buy that, right? You you earn it. And uh, hear comments like that was a little bit disappointing. And anyway, they, would, they would never sell. No, no. Like they would rather like blow up the world than uh, uh, than I assume be put, allowed to be acquired by anyone, let alone a Western company. But um, let's do a little bit of positive Xbox vibes. Um, is that it is the sixth birthday of Cuphead, and to commemorate, there is an exclusive update for Xbox users because they were the ones who gave it a bit of a, a punt to begin with. So there's going to be some exclusive artwork and some exclusive stuff in an update for Cuphead. Did you ever watch the Cuphead show? A couple episodes, it didn't grab me. I love the art style. The animation looked fantastic. Yeah, the art style is what just, keeps kept me watching it. But yeah, yeah the story never got me. Yeah, uh, well, I like I like the theme tune, and but they don't do the spoiler alert. They don't do the King Die song. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. Mr. King Die. No, none of that. None of that. Disappointing. Outrageous. Disappointing. Anyway, let's move on. Another game franchise that I found disappointing was the Division franchise. Did anyone actually like that franchise? I enjoyed the first game because I played it with three friends. So it was just four of us going through. Was it through. just you enjoying meeting up with your friends? That could be part of it. I haven't played it on my own, so I don't know. Um, I remember playing The Division 2 with friends and not enjoying that one. So that tells you 
what you need to know about. I'm not two a fan of one. like looter shooter squaddy games, to be honest. Like they're just like I know it came out at the same the Division Two came out on the same week as Anthem, by the way. Um, and we all know what, what you were playing that week. What a week to be alive! <laughs> um, but anyway, the news is that there is going to be a third Division game coming out. Uh, it's based on it's called Tom Clancy's The Division. I don't mm. know. Is that based on like a book he wrote, or is it just like oh, we just we we? I also have come to the conclusion that Tom Clancy is not a real person, just like Stephen King. It's just a name <laughs> used by the publishers so that they could churn out a shitload i refuse to believe anyone's that prolific i just refuse to believe it I, I <laughs> anyway he may have just been sort of consulted with um right. rather than actually wrote any anything for it i don't know i don't know Could fair, be enough, fair enough well actually it's funny on the tom clancy thing amazon have bought the rights to so many of different tom clancy franchises they're actually threatening to make it like a clancy universe where you've got like um oh god what's clancy the jack jack ryan the hunt for red october they're remaking and all that kind of stuff they're gonna try and make it all link so there you go yes yes universe i'm sold i'm back but uh but yeah it's not really my thing hemming is there any positives you could say about a third division game uh my my partner will be very very happy because she loves those games Oh, there we go. If you can report back on why she liked them and then tell her why she's wrong, that'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> there's also, I don't know why, like this franchise, just leave it alone. There's another Lord of the Rings game in development right now, which is just, uh, just why? Why more Lord of the Rings games? Is this the return to Moira? Yes. So it's like a build right, type so game, I, isn't it? I was really hoping it wasn't that because when I saw the, the um, when I saw the topic list for this show, I was like, new Lord of the Rings game? Just remake new, the ones New the Lord of the too. fucking Rings game. Here we go. Go started Googling, went to YouTube. Let's see what I can find. Okay, gameplay from a month ago. Interesting. And I was like, oh, it's a, it's a survival game. And I appear to be a dwarf. And I'm doing it looks shit. And it was just like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Tom Bowler, right? At Warner Brothers Games licensing. And going, okay, we want someone to play us. Gollum. Okay, fright of that studio. They make a pile of shit. Okay, roll again. Okay, dwarf. Okay, survival game over there. Okay, and next. Okay, you're going to be an elf doing a theme park hospital style elf construction place in Middle Earth. There we go. Go for it, sort of thing. Um, Where's Gimli's fishing adventure? Do you know what I mean? Like this is all just <laughs> fucking bollocks, isn't it? Like, you re- do well, you re- how are they getting it so fucking wrong? I don't know. Just, just remake the Two Towers game from like re- remake decades the ago. PS2 games. Literally, yeah. that's they all you have to do. Fucking awesome. It's starting to remind me of the Warhammer IP. Where they just give it out to whoever and it just churns out crap after crap pitch? after crap. Do you reckon we could pitch and get a licensed Lord of the Rings game? <laughs> Maybe we just pretend Maybe. we're a company, put together a slide deck and just walk into Big Cheese Studios and see if we can do a Kimley's Fishing but Adventure. Did you not find this bizarre? Like, I'm just going to run through four IPs with you in the, in a minute, right? Yeah. And... What, how are they fucking everything up so much, right? The first one, when was the last good Marvel game that came out? Because I give you Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that was quite good. I haven't yep, played good. it yet, properly myself, yet. Properly myself, yet. Midnight Suns? Ones have there been? Would you say Midnight Suns? Not, a, not a, I really like it, for what it's worth, but it's not like a critical success. X-Men Origins Wolverine on the PS3. That was very good. Actually. That was a long. That was better game. than the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that wasn't hard. Um, uh, Ultimate Alliance One 
on the Xbox 360. <laughs> like, you're talking a decade. Well, we're talking a long time ago, right? Yeah, and not, cool certainly not since Marvel have been good or popular. In, yeah, in not the, since in the MCU. Exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, I'm struggling. Marvel Ultimate, it's like Marvel Ultimate Rights 3. I liked it, ran like shit, which annoyed the crap out of me. Not as good as the other ones. I liked it. Was there, a, was there a Marvel vs. Capcom at some point? Uh, even then, that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and 3 were both fantastic. Then they did Infinite, and it was a oh, big pile of go. shit. Because they didn't do anything that anyone wanted enough in that game. The, yeah, the Marvel. Nope. Mm. Right, Star Wars. Yeah. We only, had, mean, like, we only had the last episode. Well, I, I, I enjoyed Fallen Evelyn. Order was okay. Yeah. I liked Fallen Order. That was the one, the first HAL adventure, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Look yeah. what they did with it afterwards. They gave you the jank fest that was all jank fest, no? Yeah, it was It was completely jank fest. And I'm, I'm going to not <laughs> give that game a pass because of the fucking map, all right? So now, the. <laughs> but no, and then, right. So, what are yep. the best Star Wars games of all time? Knights of Republic, which is part of the news in a moment, but yep. That's about it, really. Oh, okay. The that Lego right? games. And the, the Lego, Lego games. games. That's probably the best last Actually, Star Wars the best, one. The Lego the best one last, came up and the best, last, the best last Marvel game was probably a Lego Marvel Avengers game. Yeah, it okay, was. But Lego games, games are really good. Because <laughs> all, right, okay, all so Lego games are great. Okay, But it's been it's true. another decade and a half since a good Star Wars game has come mm-hmm. Because look what they did with Battlefront. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay. Now let's go to another IP. Uh, let's go to... What was the one we were just talking about a second ago? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yep, sorry. <laughs> My brain is going. Uh, Lord of the Rings hasn't been a good one since, oh, look, the Lego game. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a pattern here, though. Right? <laughs> and before that, the PlayStation 2. Now let's just yeah. go, let's just pull another franchise out of the air. Look, the Simpsons. Has there ever, like, when was the last good one of them? Oh, the Simpsons hit and run. Hit and run. On the PlayStation Actually, 2. There was the, the Simpsons movie game, I think they called it, or just the, the game that was called The Simpsons on the Xbox 360. It was a launch title, was on all the different things, but that was good. I always wanted to play that. I, know, I never did. It I is, that it. is good, but Even it's going still, back again still a decade. right to the launch of Xbox yeah. 360. Yeah, over a decade, mm. I would suggest then. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Why is it so hard, guys, to, to make something, make a video game of something that people love? Why is it so hard? Why do these fucking big shots in their big shiny offices, in their big shiny suits, with their big shiny heads, keep getting it fucking wrong? I don't, I don't understand. It cannot be that hard to go, right, here's something that everyone fucking loves, right? There's a, there's a fan base here which are dedicated, they're passionate, they're enthusiastic. Let's make something for them. Because, by the way, it's the biggest franchise in the fucking world. You know, you know who they need? They need vicarious visions to come in. You want a good Tony Hawk game? Make a good fucking Tony Hawk game. You want a good Crash Bandicoot? We make you a fucking good Crash Bandicoot. Right? Send them in. <laughs> <laughs> Just You're to make wrong. every game. Uh, yeah. Just do <laughs> okay, everything. Yeah. Just, you know what? Vicarious Visions, then the X sign, Blue Point. Mm. Yes. Oh, my days. Mate, there we oh. go. What are they up to? I need more news from Blue Point. This is it, right? There's so the- much speculation over what they're working on. And every Legacy time of Kane. Well, every time a project comes out, they've been heavily like we've gone, okay, they're working on Silent Hill 2. They must be working on Silent Hill 2. There's so much proof they're working on Silent Hill 2. That even now it's a Silent Hill 2. Nope, not working on that. Okay, fair enough. Metal Gear, they're working on Metal Gear. It's just a matter of time, I promise you. Metal Gear, Snake Eater, Konami's okay. What bl- like, I'd like to think that Blue Pro- Blue Point have actually just been sitting on their asses for the last two years and going, you know what? We're actually doing nothing. <laughs> We're just living off the speculation. Holiday. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, okay, so you mentioned it at the top. Uh, let's talk about it for a second. I'm going to talk about one video game scenario and then hear your opinions on that and then talk about another scenario that brings that in. So back in 2021, there was a state of play where there was a new video game announced called Abandoned. We had a sizzle tra- uh, trailer for that. We had a dedicated PlayStation Store entry for that. And then all of a sudden, there was a bunch of hullabaloo of the developer. Then slowly, Sony took away the YouTube channel. They took away the uploaded videos and they've been de-ranking the page uh, where you could pre-order Abandoned from. Now, gentlemen, I'll ask you that question. Will that game ever come out, in your opinion? Just one word answer. Sounds like it was abandoned. (laughs) (laughs) The answer answer is no, and I fell down this rabbit hole because I was convinced it was Kojima playing a fast one I was so... I really (laughs) hoped it was. Like, I really hoped it was like a sneaky... I was was hoping it was uh, Silent Hills coming back. But anyway, now, rewinds to 2023. Back in a state of play in 2022, Sony stood in front of everyone and went, we are doing a remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. We had a sizzle reel, which was available on a dedicated YouTube channel, and you could watch that. It had a dedicated page where you could click for pre-orders. They have started to delist those pages. I don't think it's looking good for Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, people. The, the music copyright expired flint that's why they did that actually. oh is that why is that yeah. why is that really why that, that's oh. that, that's what they've said is the excuse apparently oh the, wow the real what, reason what? is it's owned by the embracer group and they are making cuts left right and center and, so and, that game's that game's gone right and there's also uh rumors i don't I think for him you're probably more in tune with this than me uh, uh but like i've heard that uh, Sony, uh, or there was a presentation internally as to, yo, yeah. here is our game. And they went, this is shit. What the fuck have you been doing? And uh, Yeah, I, I heard yeah. that. And immediately afterwards, the, the arts director was fired. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> so that went well. That's a hell of a fit. You can imagine, you can imagine <laughs> him sitting there going, what, people just think it's going to be like exactly what they wanted, but better? Come on. I'm fired, aren't I? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this happens quite a bit, right? So, Resident Where's Evil my 2- goddamn battle pass? <laughs> Resident Evil 2 Remake went for a similar story of a um, studio that was working on it at the time, pitched it and showed it off, and they went, no, fuck that, we're going to bring it in-house, and we got the Resident Evil 2 that we fucking know and love now. So, like, it's not unheard of for remakes or reimaginings to show their first draft and go, get the fuck out. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven. Like that went through fucking development hell and that kind of stuff. So, but there's something very untimely about this. And usually, when those events have happened with those other games, there will still be a commitment. Those pages will still exist on the Sony PlayStation Store. YouTube channels wouldn't be taken down. They would just swap out the copyrighted music for new music. There's something here that suggests I don't think we're ever seeing this game, which is kind of a crying shame. This might be like another one on the Elder Scrolls Six, isn't it? We've seen it. We saw a little teaser, and that's it for like a decade. And then they'll announce, mm. "Yeah, it's coming." Just on the next console. I mean, it I think might it's be. more of a Beyond Good and Evil situation where they announce it, show stuff off, and then just quietly never mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> just like Brexit. Um, anyway, so 
Uh, just to round off the news, we are T-minus, I think, 18 days away from Spider-Man 2 coming out. Um, I'm getting really hyped by it. The more I'm seeing about it, the more that I'm seeing little tidbits, more play playthroughs from it, little like hands-on things like that. Um, this is great. I mean, I was li- reading about some of the accessibility stuff that they're bringing in on this game in particular. Um, they're going to bring in stuff like a slow-mo version for people to be able to keep up with the pace. You know, Sony have released that accessibility con- uh, controller. Like, they're making a specific version of the gameplay to work with that controller, which I think is pretty nice. There's something pretty dope about that. But that's not why I'm hyped. That's <laughs> Mike's just going, all right, you're odd. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about the concept of just switching between Miles Morales and Peter. That seems really fun. We got to see the new... They do it in a really slow way so that people... <laughs> <laughs> yeah well done flint that's why your hype's because it's slow i just think accessibility is a good thing fair play to him but um it is looking it is looking amazing that aside uh, there was a uh a spanish video actually mikey so i assumed you've seen every video tailored at the spanish audience where they were showing some amazing story beats in there as well particularly with venom it is looking dope as well is anyone else hyped for this game or is it just me i think i'm getting a bit Drowning, drowned, drowned in it. It's stop shoving it down my throat, please. All right, it's gonna be purchased. It's Spider Man, <laughs> of course, it's gonna be purchased. Just I'm ease up be, on uh, the content. I'm gonna look controversial. controversial. Bring it in, sir. I, I, I've tried to play Miles Morales and tried to enjoy Miles Morales. I don't enjoy Miles Morales. Um, I, I, I have, I have, I, I loved the first Spider Man game. I thought it was really good. I, I do not enjoy Mars Morales. I, I really hate the combat. I find the combat really unfun. Um, I don't know what it is about it, but it's just, I find it boring and, and frustrating. I, I don't know what it, I can't put my finger on it, but it's just like, oh, look, here's the venom punch. Here's the, I just, something about it feels really awkward to control for me. And I've never found it, anywhere near as intuitive or good as a big bolded word as the Arkham games of which I much preferred the combat. And yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's the goat though. Isn't it? I loved Spider-Man one. That's the thing. I really did love Spider-Man. I have tried my very best to, to get on board with Miles Morales. I've tried. I really honest to God have put hours in and I'm just like, I'll boot up the PlayStation with like a couple of hours ahead of me, like thinking, ain't got much to do now. Let's play some video games. And I'll see the icon for it. And I'm just like, I can't be fucked to play that combat. I hate it. There we so, go. <laughs> I am like, well, man's kinda, trash is another man's treasure. I don't You're know why. Something was wrong with me. Cause I really love the first game. So I'm I was like, trying to see what the difference, I can't remember too much about the differences between the combat and the first I five minute. I think what Mike Morales. is calling out is, they don't utilize the environment and enemies in a way that makes the combat want to mix it up. Whereas in the original Spider-Man game, there was quite a few different scenarios, but I do, I, I, I think, and this was my opinion from when I was playing Miles Morales is that I do like the combat, but the scenarios you give were given were usually very, very similar, which would be go into a building, you go through some tunnels and That's then you true. fight someone in a room. And it was basically, yeah, do the venom punch and do some chaining stuff. Whereas in, the original it's, Spider-Man, you had so many different environments where you'd use your web gadgets a lot more. You'd find different and different types of enemies. So yeah, I can see that. Do you remember the Batman games where the first one where you had to fight Venom, uh, not Venom Joker, 
the big Bane Joker, you know, like yes. the big, yeah, yeah. and it that was, was just, the final boss. Yeah. That one, but there was another one as well where, where I think you'd be against the croc and it's like, oh yeah. And it's just, you just dodge out of the way, hits the wall. Oh, I'm dazed now. And That's basically like, every boss is like that. In my and life. it's just like, this is not good. Like this was, I don't know, man. Like I found the combat and like the whole, even the stuff like at the start of Mars Morales where you, uh, Rhino's rampaging around, right? And you're on his yes. back and you're yep. going for a mall and all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, this is just a one big fucking cutscene. Don't give me agency in it by like, oh, I can control slightly where he goes. I'm not like, that's not cool. You know what I mean? I Something about it just turned me off. Like either give me a big flashy cutscene and let me watch it or let me do it myself. Don't give me this halfway house where it's like, oh, look, now I've got to press X at this time for some reason. And it doesn't matter if I press it on time or not because yeah, I'm still going to get it. I agree with that. I don't I just, like games that do that. And and it's just like I found it to be all 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 really expensive looking pants with no tackle inside. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> no what pickle. I found it to be. No pickle, no full pickle yeah. there. Uh, Hemming, uh, are you excited for Spider Man? <laughs> I'm I'm actually quite excited for Assassin's Creed Mirage. To be honest yeah, with you, that's coming out that this week. And it's going to be cheap. Uh, I don't know. 30, going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only 30, uh, 44 quid on the store digitally, or you can get physical for 38. But it's just like there's oh, a no, quite... no, no, right, no. Go on. No, I see what you guys are doing, right? I see What's what this? you guys are doing. Oh, Activision. Oh, I know Ubisoft. Is it Ubisoft? It's Ubisoft. Sorry, yeah. No, Ubisoft. Oh, oh, Ubisoft. Oh, they're the good guys. Look, look, they're the good guys, really. We're not going to say that. No, no. They released a video game where they literally encourage you to buy the fucking XP boost, right? Because otherwise the game is excruciatingly shit, right? Don't, oh, 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 look at them giving us our crumbs. Oh, look, it's £38 for a video game. Oh, look at these. Look at these. This is self-contained paragons of virtue. Look at them. No, don't just. This isn't. You know, they just do this one thing and then just wash it all all the other shit decisions they've made away i mean we haven't even touched on the the horrible uh, culture within the, their offices and yes. the uh, sexual assault claims and all of that jazz on the horizon oh look dlc <laughs> six weeks later hemming look we'll do a bit of boco <laughs> content for you and me to talk about assassin's creed <laughs> and that way we get to get our, our game on Without the descending voices of the truth, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't let the truth get in the way. Don't let of the good truth story. get in the way of good story. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or a good now, price I, tag. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> you do price tag get away. <laughs> well, I'm going to rent it anyway, so they're not actually going to get my money. So. Oh, they're getting hey. my money. They're getting my money. Well, you've got a question: game. Why it's a damn sight cheaper than other titles? Well, they've already said it's going to be a shorter, more compact game. So and they've got cool. 10 they want to give way. something back to the community, Moles. Yeah. After taking so much. Yeah. You've got you've got a one day game there, haven't you? I hope so. I'd love it. You know, like you know I that feeling that you get when you put on a film and it's 90 minutes and you go, ah, yes, it's 90 minutes, which means I'll be done in 90 minutes and I'll be happy. That's the sort of feeling I'm gonna get, hopefully, of this game. I will say, going back to the Spider-Man, <laughs> to quickly touch on Spider-Man specifically, Thank I you. am actually this month, because there's so many games coming out this month. I am going to be, the two that I'm definitely going to be getting are Assassin's Creed Mirage and Alan Wake 2. Will Spider-Man 2, that will be got at some point, but I don't think that's going to be a day one for me. Ooh, fair enough. Um, well, someone's got to play Alan Wake 2 to warrant all the bloody people on Twitter asking for it. Just two, the- very, just two very quick things. 
I will, of course, be buying Spider-Man 2. Okay, let me just be very clear on this because it's, it's, it's going to be exciting, right? It's not going to be a day one purchase, most likely. I don't think so. Um, just very quickly, you mentioned the 90-minute film, Flint. Yes. Have you seen that? I saw when I went on Netflix the other day that, that Benedict Cumberbatch has got a, it's a new film thing. Yes. And it was uh, like, me and, me and my wife were like, oh, yeah, we'll just watch that. You know, is any good? Right? No, well, well, that's the thing, right? So I clicked it, and you're like, how you're like, oh, 90 minutes, great. I looked it and saw 39 minutes, I think it was, and went, yeah, it's a oh, short fuck film. that, I ain't watching that. What's the point? <laughs> I did, but then we didn't yeah, watch so, it. Yeah, so Paul Wes Anderson. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, it's Paul Wes Anderson. I do not like his film style, to be honest. He does a very sort of, everything has to be, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very abstract and I'm going to talk to you about something. And now switch to another scene where Ben Kingsley goes, I'm being very obtuse and this is very artsy. That's like his, his film style. But what's making me laugh is that kids on Twitter, are basically taking lots of different things in life and going, if it was directed by Paul Wes Anderson, and it's kind of funny how they're taking the piss out of this style. Anyway, he has done a deal with Netflix to take a bunch of Roald Dahl short stories and release them as short films. So there's five of them all around half hour mark coming out and Benedict Cumberbatch is in two of them. And I think two of the short films dropped over the weekend. That's the context behind it. But oh, yeah, it's... Uh, Yes. I will say though, he done um Fantastic Mr. Fox as like a sort of stop motion animated movie and that had George Clooney doing the voice of Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I generally like listening to George Clooney talk, so that's what got me through it. But uh but yes, if you do end up watching it, let me know because it does look kind of interesting. I'm I'm looking through this fella's uh um directoral credits. I've never seen a single film that he's done and Every, every he's like the most solid seven star man you've ever seen isn't he like seven yeah, he's a ten. film he's a film buff's dream like yeah. he is literally a cinephile going oh i love his movies they're so whimsical and they're so so unique and it's like no they're shit <laughs> let's just admit it right we would all prefer to watch like die hard right but um <laughs> Anyway, I think that's a, I think we've, that's a pod. Unless there's anything else, Heming, usually you're the one that actually knows what's going on in the world. <laughs> I, I have nothing else to add. Thank you very much. Well, if you've enjoyed this pod, please click on that like, follow, subscribe, whatever button is. That means that you get more content from Grey Fox Plays. On Friday, we have more BOCO coming, some MOCO. Uh, so thank you for Mr. John from Moles. And then we'll, we'll start, we'll spin the wheel again, probably. Um, actually, we should say that. Mr. Michael Carden Edwards, his BOCO was absolutely fantastic. It was I a delight to hear how joyful he was throughout that. I, I loved I his loved old it. man regaling of the how the game was. He came to prominence. Um, you know, you, you, most people would have phoned that in, but not you, sir. And uh, it was glorious. I have to say, though, it's quite funny is that Heming started and he done it about six and a half, seven minutes. So I doubled that and then you doubled that. So I look forward to the hour and 10 minute rendition of MoCo. <laughs> it's not going to be an hour and 10 minutes. What I'm bringing game? it, but I'm raining it in. I'm raining what that in. What game are you doing, Mo? Uh, you shall see. You Ooh. shall see. Love it, love it. Well, I mean, yeah. It won't be tutor- unsurprising, but you shall see. Not to toot our own trumpets, but we've had more downloads this uh, over the last 30 days than like any other month of the year um, since the pod's been like incepted and more followers that's, than ever as well. So that's because my pod like, was basically it? a walkthrough for 100% completion. <laughs> <laughs> it was a podumentary, I call it. 
So I, I thought you absolutely smashed it, sir. So, yeah, if you haven't listened to right. it, listeners, please go and have a look at the Boko content and let us know what you think. And if you'd like us to do more of that sort of thing in the style, let us know what games you think will be uh, interesting for us to do. I'd like to thank our Platinum Man, Mr. Hemming. What game are you going to Platinum between now and next pod? Oh, it's going to be Valkyria Chronicles 4. That's going to be done in the next couple of days. Amazing. Michael Carden Edwards, what will you be doing between now and the next pod? Um, grinding out endless squad battles. Lovely. In what game? FIFA. <laughs> well, EA. Is there, is there any other game, Flint? <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, continuing my Marvel Snap obsession. Uh, nice. She's never nice. left me. <laughs> I'm going to be going back into Liberty City, I think, and uh, and, and smashing that out. Although me and Moles are going to do a bit of a thing, I think, and we'll probably uh, do a bit of sharing. And I think I might share something. I might t- dabble in his FF16. I think that might be a bit of bit of fun. And finally, our producer, Mr. Jonathan Moles. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you very much, and good evening. Until next time, until that auspicious occasion, a good evening.